three, two, one, go. We're live. This is Retrace segment number 76 for Saturday, December 10th, 2022 at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Retrace is about what's going on out there. The short answer to that is computer control. The long answer to that is not worth going into right now. Yesterday, we placed an airport. Today, we're going to slide that airport right into place. What are we talking about? AIMA 4E, Artificial Intelligence Modern Approach, Russell and Norvig, 4th edition. We're doing the math. We're doing the code. This is the December to Remember Math and Code event. You should have already known. We're on segment number seven of this. Why don't you know that? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Today, well, I'm kind of chuffed. Do you know what chuffed means? Go look it up. I'm kind of chuffed with myself uh, because of uh, what you're about to behold. I thought this was going to take a couple days. Got her done. What you're looking at here is... That sliding I was talking about. This is our first airport guess, 1811. Today, got done that second airport guess, 1710. I'll explain how I got to that in a second. And then, bang, number three, right on target. And our objective function gives 37, which we know through other means is the best score we can get. Okay, so that's what the... That's what the uh, graphical version of this looks like, and I'm going to go into some of these little comments around the graphical. Here's the... Ooh, what the hell is that? This is the hand math, I'll call it. The hand math. There will be plenty of this in the future of Retrace. Um, this is the hand math that I had to do to slide that airport right into place. And over here is some spreadsheet math that I also had to do to confirm that we had slid it correctly into place, okay? So I'm going to kind of just overview it. You can go through and inspect it. I think it's pretty easy, not pretty easy. I mean, it's kind of chicken scratchy, but I, I, I couldn't be at the terminal today, so I was doing this out and about around town. So I had to do chicken scratch mode, but I'm kind of glad because I move faster in chicken scratch mode. Putting everything in the tech is hard. Um, it's just in three columns, so you start at the top of the first column, you work your way down. Anything I've struck out over here uh, was not necessary or not relevant to the argument. Um, but basically, I'm just calculating the, the... I'm doing the math on the equations we've already talked about. I'm doing uh, our objecti objecti uh, objective function of the first guess airport is um, state x. I put a little bar over the x's here because I, I used bold not uh, to represent vectors. So it has a bar over it. It's a vector in this math um but if it's bold it's not a vector it's just something i'm trying to call out to myself visually uh then i started calculating the um the partial derivatives uh partial the, the the partial derivative of f with respect to x sub a I, I used a instead of um i or whatever i was using for the airport uh i used a for airport and plugged it in blah 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 I know it's not blah, 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 but like you don't really need me to go through this. If you care about it, you'll go through it and you can see um, that I did what I said. I know what I've said. I now, here's one thing. Um, I did have a little moment of scary. After I did the second airport, I found that the, the, um, the polynomial that describes the part of the partial derivative was exactly the same for both. For both partial derivatives it's this little thing actually it wasn't that one it was the first one uh yeah after the first guess it was okay so this polynomial is what we're going to use to do the um spreadsheet math and then i did so i calculated it for f of uh f of 
the vector x with respect to um, x uh, x sub a, uh, partial derivative of f with respect to x sub a. Where did I write that? I had to have written that here. Where is that? Where can I just point to that? Oh, it's up here. Yeah, partial uh, partial derivative of f with respect to x sub a, um, which is defined as the limit of this. Uh, what would be a, a sequence this would be or yeah a sequence you keep plugging in more and more values for h and so that it gets closer and closer to zero that's what i'm doing down here in the spreadsheet i'm plugging in more and more values for h closer and closer to zero and watching the behavior of the rest of the polynomial here but really what we care about is the full calculation which amounts to the same thing here partial derivative of f with respect to x of a and we get a, we at the end of it we get a slope and it was positive six, but then I got the same polynomial when I differentiated with respect to y. And I know what you're thinking. What? You're telling me you differentiated with respect to one independent variable, and then you got the same polynomial into, as part of your the limit for a different independent variable? Yes, that's crazy. Did that really happen? Yeah, it really happened. It's crazy. It's really, you don't even... No, okay, so let me tell you how it happened. <laughs> it it would spooked me out because basically what happened is that shouldn't happen. Like there's just no reason I'm doing gradient descent. There's I must have screwed something up. I must have done something wrong. There's no reason that this polynomial should show up again. I must have so and it took me a little while to like in a few tens of minutes I'm thinking oh, I got to go back through and check everything and I'm, I'm misunderstanding something whatever. No, here's what I did. I'll show you what I did. It's sort, of, it's sort of like good luck, bad luck. So when I picked my cities, first of all, I squeezed this map that I, you know, the, the, the background map here, I squeezed a little bit to fit into my, my grid here so that I could work with round numbers, this 14, 13, and 19, 6. I wanted to work with round numbers because there's no point calculating three significant digits when you can work with two. It's just a pain in the butt and it doesn't, you don't learn anything. And then when I landed my airport, I just said, oh, I don't want it to be like right in the middle. So I'll do it a little bit off, off center and, um, and I'll put it also on a perfect little grid marker, 1811. Okay. That is what did it. I picked out of all the lines that I could have put this first airport on. There is only one in this whole space of lines in the infinite space of lines that you do not see plotted here, but that could be every single in the infinite space of straight lines in all directions, there is only one that, that I could have put this line on where the, that polynomial would occur uh, exactly the same for both independent variables and it would amount to both of them yielding a slope of six, okay? Their partial derivative the partial derivative of f with respect to x sub a and the partial derivative of f with respect to y sub a would both be 6 or both would you know the the limit it would be defined in the limit to be 6 and i picked it and the the, the, the line is the is uh, captured by the equation y equals x minus 7 and it's just because you know i was trying to pick round numbers and i just got unlucky if i'd picked any any the only places that i couldn't pick without having this problem are like here 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 i didn't draw it but that all through these intersections that's the line y equals x minus seven if i picked anywhere else i wouldn't have had this spooky coincidence but anyway i kept going to see you know okay is this at least going to because i was having doubts here i was like is this is this is my gradient descent actually going to work so 
here's the first airport guest with, with its um with its objective function score of 46. I just followed the advice of the of the algorithm. I did what it told me to do. Okay, so it said, what, what, does, what does it mean? This is kind of hard to grasp, but I'm, I'm only starting to just get used to it. Again, we don't learn mathematics. We just, nobody understands mathematics. We get used to it. That's what, you, that's what you're doing when you learn mathematics. Um, you get those two numbers, okay, the, the partial derivatives that together, if we're doing just two independent variables, we just have two, uh, uh, we have one airport an x-coordinate and a y-coordinate, those are independent variables that we need to um, use or that feed into our gradient. Um, I'm kind of sleep deprived. What was I talking about? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so so you pick... Jeez, uh, I'm really sleep deprived. I, I'm always going to be sleep deprived on Saturdays. That's just a warning. It's just the way that life is working out. Ugh. Um, what the hell was I talking about? Now that I'm thinking about what I was talking about, I can't remember what I was talking about. Um, okay, I was talking about the line. I picked the only line, and <laughs> this is your brain on on sleep deprivation. Okay, so the oh yeah 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 the the okay the the six okay so your two independent variables are um, uh, if you find the partial derivatives, you're going to that, that the two uh, partial derivatives that compose the gradient function, those two, those are going to be two numbers. It's going to be two scalars. Okay, it's going to end up being. You can call it a rate, but it doesn't have to be like six over one. You don't have to write the over one. It's just you know six as a rate. Six over one might be one over two, depending on your situation. Dep depending on where I place that first airport, that is what determines. So, but but they're both. In the, so one is a rate with respect to the. Um, and it's like you know the, you're you're on a an objective function. You're you're not on a straight line, but your movements will be on a straight line, um, in in certain circumstances. In my circumstance, anyway, I know this is kind of hard to follow. But those rates, you have to use them both to figure out which direction is is gradient descent, how to go downhill. Okay, so if we 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 did our first score here, uh, we we placed an airport, we did a, an objective function, we got. 46. We want to minimize, okay, we're doing gradient descent. We want our score to be as low as possible because this represents how, uh, you know, the lower this is, the, the happier our cities are. And we can tell, like, we didn't put this city smack dab in the middle between these two cities, so, or this airport between these two cities. So we know that people aren't happy. We, we need them to be happier. Let's move the airport in, okay? Um, how do you know which direction to go? I mean, you can see here that I, I moved down one and over one. So I went down, my rate is negative one. Why? Why is it negative one? Because my gradient was positive one, and you know six over six. My the, the my it was my gradient for y, my my partial derivative for y over my partial derivative for x was six over six. So if I want to increase, if I want to go uphill, if I want a higher score, I need to go six over six this way, which is one over one, which is on a, on a I mean, you're you're looking at the mirror. I'm okay. This way on a Cartesian graph. If I want to go, if I want my score to go down, I go the opposite way, one over one. That's why it was so spooky. Like six over six. Are you kidding me? Like these things, these cities are not. They're not in a square. It's like it's not like they're exactly. You know, there's. There, it was just spooky. It was just spooky, and rightly so. I mean, this doesn't intersect here. This doesn't intersect here. It was just spooky that I placed an airport there, and it just so happened that I landed right on the line, but it's my own fault for wanting round numbers. So the gradient told me to move one over one to increase my score, which would be this way, and one and negative one over one to move to decrease my score, which is what I want to do. So I moved over one, so x negative minus one, and 
y minus 1, okay? Negative 1 over 1. Um, and I just tried it, and I just, you know, so I said, all right, I'm just going to do it again. I did the math again, and I'll show you where that math is. Uh, that starts, I mean, you can see where I start to get freaked out. Like, um, well, first of all, I identified a, a nice little spooky, you know, uh, suspicious coincidence there, but that, I knew that that could be good. That 46 was my score. Um, my first score, this 46, and then I'm going to be subtracting in the next. Okay, so you see in coincidence, this is a very, very simple, I should say, like, this is a toy problem. I'm doing gradient descent. I'm not using any software because I don't have to, because this is, I, I deliberately set myself a very easy test problem, and, and that's what you should do, okay? And that's the right thing to do, but I'm not trying to represent this as being any hard. I know it's all chicken scratch, and it looks like, oh, you know, all this math. It's not hard math. It's just, it's just like if you had to write down every single one of your thoughts when you were trying to figure out a problem, that's why this looks like a lot of stuff, but it's not a lot of stuff. All right, so, um, so then I just tried a state too, and I said, you know, I moved, I moved my, I did, I, I followed the rules, I followed gradient descent, I did exactly, now this is called a step size, you know, and deciding your steps, okay, so this, I say in the title of these videos, it's like with pages 19 to 122, we're not going to, well, we haven't done with, uh, dealt with 121, where they talk all about the real rubber, meet, rubber meeting the road for gradient descent is, is choosing step size, and how do you not take forever, and not how do you not overshoot your target and all this stuff. There's a whole different, but none of that is like, we need to we need to comprehend difficult mathematics. It's just like, okay, let's just get really good at this particular algorithm, which we don't want to over special we don't want to over optimize ourselves okay so we're not talking about that but that's what the, you're looking at here this this difference here this movement of the airport from here that's a step size i could have moved it halfway and i'd still be on my gradient descent line which is you know negative one half or you know back one half and down one half is the same as back one and down one in terms of rate okay so my gradient my two partial derivatives are telling me to head this way um and then i just did the math for this so i got a new Input to a new argument to my objective function, 1710 instead of uh, 1811. And so I started doing, the, you know, I did the, uh, so there's the end of 1811. So now I've got state two. This is my second vector. It's just, you know, the coordinates of the new airport. 1710, did the math on that. Okay, got a better score, 38, good. All right, let's just write up the partial derivatives again, just so we remember what we're dealing with. 17 plus h here, 10 plus h here, subtract the score when when um h is zero and then divide that you know you're this is calculus if you don't understand calculus i can't teach it to you but this is it it's not as hard as it seems and you should go learn it um and here i the, the hard part to to calculate is the function of uh objective function of 17 plus h and you know so holding um holding y still here and then holding x still here that's where the legwork comes in but you just you don't need you can't calculate anything except reducing it to h you can plug in your values and your only unknown is h and you get this polynomial and now i got another one i got another polynomial i was ready for it this time the the highest degree term was the same it was two but this second this first degree term here was 2h instead of 6h and then i you know i was expecting this to be the same I said, damn, okay, let's, we can deal with this. This is, this might turn out to be okay. It's, it's starting to make sense. And I had like looked at the map and started to convince myself, like, this could really be the right answer. I really might not have made a mistake here. Then I plugged in a third airport. Okay. There, here's your third airport. 16.5, 9.5. I couldn't keep going a full step. I would have overshot my, the, the valley of my gradient here, the valley of my descent. 
I would have overshot it. And I knew that just because I have a simple map and I've got a little line between these two guys and we're just dealing with two cities, so it's easy to understand. You know, easy enough. I, I, I know it's, if you're not following it, it never seems easy, but trust me, it's, if you look at these notes for half an hour, it's going to make a lot more sense. Um, did the math on this one, calculate the objective function. Okay, what's our score? 37. I think at this point I started to know that 37 was the sweet spot, but I didn't trust, I still didn't trust it. What did I say? And it's half the sum of the square of the distance between the cities. That means that this is starting to look like I did this correctly. Didn't need to write this stuff up again, blah, blah, blah. But I did realize here that the real test of whether I'd done it correctly is that the slopes, both of the partial derivatives should be zero. If I'm really at the, the perfect valley, if I'm at the perfect spot for this gradient descent, both of my slopes should be zero. My, my partial derivative, or my gradient should not be telling me to go any direction unless I overshoot or, un, or I'm not there yet. So I did the math and... Then, you know, I did this polynomial, I got this polynomial, and then jump over to the spreadsheet. This was the awesome moment. Um, I, I only had to calculate two of these because I knew what was going on once I calculated one and saw it had the same, uh, similar inputs. Um, and then I calculated the last one, and I got, sure enough, it converges on zero. Okay? So the partial uh, derivative of f with respect to x sub a and y sub a both con converge on zero because they both have exactly the same polynomial and um, score term and same h uh, t trending towards zero. So, so that's that's how the math went. So that's when I knew, you know, I confirmed, and you know, so and it was perfect. It worked out. I did this correctly. Like, I mean, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't fly a plane written with this software that you know this chicken scratch. Um, I wouldn't ride in a plane programmed by me on the basis of any of this. Not that plane flight has anything to do with gradient descent, but you know, I I wouldn't bet my life on it. But like, I'd bet. You know, I bet like my dog's life. I don't have a dog, but if I had a dog, I bet my dog's life on it. All right. Um, so yeah, that's that's it. You can. Uh, this might look kind of scary, but all we're doing here in the um, Excel math. Uh, I don't know why I said Excel like that the, in the spreadsheet math um, is iterating on H. This is what makes this worth doing in a spreadsheet. You don't want to do this by hand. This look at this. I mean, this would be this is ridiculous. This is what machines are for. Um, although I'm going to show you something in a second that's going to blow your mind. Uh, okay, so we want to start with H is 1, and then, okay, cut it in half, cut it in half again. Just keep going towards 0 until we see, yeah, the shape of these things is, you know, behaving as expected. And our, what's happening when we do the final, the final calculation of the derivative? Is it trending toward a number that, that seems reasonable? Yes. It's not just reasonable, it's perfect. Do it again when you think you've you've made it home. You think you've placed your airport correctly. You should have no slope. That's what you get. Zero over zero is actually undefined, but that's you don't have to. We're not. We don't have to use that ratio or that fraction. Um, okay, that's it. That's the math. Now, uh, I I've gone through the rest of aim for you, and there's no there's nothing that's going to be more conceptually challenging than that. Um, I don't think. I mean, if you can if you can follow that, and I don't just mean like follow it while I'm, you know, machine gunning on a podcast. But you know, like look at the notes and see if you can follow the steps with the notes in hand. If you can do that, um, you'll be fine. It's not that the book is a breeze. It's just that there's no there's no conceptual mathematics in it that's any more difficult than that. There are all kinds of crazy things in mathematics that are like hard, um, and calculus is one of them. And and you know, and gradient descent on the basis of calculus is is you know it takes some. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, but it's, it's, that's it. You've seen the hardest math that's in AMA4E, in my humble, humble opinion. Now, where are we at? We're, so ECMP, English Code Math Progress. We 
move the math around because they don't code any of this stuff in, in uh, 119 to 122, and, and I don't blame them. I mean, if, <laughs> for two reasons. One, if you were if I were to code the mechanics of what I did here, it would just be to prove that I can do it. It's stupid. It's not hard. There's nothing. There's nothing. I mean, uh, coding the algebra. Uh, I don't even know. But I know that can be done, but I'm, you know, that's not what you really want to do. The, the machine doesn't care. You have, to, you have to give the machine, the, you have to use numerical methods. You have to, to tell the machine. I don't know. Maybe I should be coding the algebra, but I'm not. Not right now. Um, but coding, you know, having uh, the code available or knowing how to use the code that's, that's already made for doing gradient descent. You, as, much, as much work as it was for me to do this toy problem, you know, two cities, one airport, off center and you kind of have some intuition to keep checking yourself to make sure you're not going crazy uh that's a lot harder when you've got all the cities in romania and you got three airports you're not doing that in the period you're not doing that in half a day like i did um i mean it wasn't even half a day well depending on how you count the hours um so we need okay so what what are we gonna well if if we're going to start if we're gonna go to the code phase look at this Look at this. They've got a six-line function, <laughs> including its de declaration. A six-line function that's a basic implementation of gradient descent. Now, I haven't read through this real Python article, but it just gets me excited. Like, man, I could, I could, like, I could rattle this off pretty quickly and get this under my fingers in a reasonable amount of time. I haven't decided whether I'm going to do this um, because I, you know, the other thing is it's it's December 10th. Um, there are other things that are worth doing in the book. There's other math worth doing in the book, even though the it's not conceptually difficult. It would be good to just get it under our fingers. Um, and there's other code. And really, there's the, the code I, in, that I think... I, like that We're not going to struggle with that code. And to do that again, it would be just sort of like just to prove that we can do it. I don't want to get in that mode. All right? It's a waste of time. Um, but but there are, the implementation of the, um, the pseudocode you know, there's they're they're doing things like they take the thing that is still sort of bothering me is that I don't I can't really say that I've I've got a like a, a grasp of how they take a problem as an argument and if they're doing it consistently throughout the book. If you look at the pseudocode, um, you know, all of their functions after a certain after page one twenty um, take as an argument. A problem, just a, uh, you know, an object as a problem. Now, I have ideas about how they're doing that, how they're implementing that in Python, but they're just ideas, just like with the gradient descent. Like I understand it, you know, I can I can explain it in English, but I've never done it before. Now I've done it before, so I'm thinking about doing that. I haven't decided yet. Um, so that's it. Okay, enough. We've done the gradients and partial derivatives in the context of um, gradient descent. I'll make decisions. I don't know. I'm tired. I'll make decisions about tomorrow or later. All the references will be in the PDF notes. R-E-T-R-A-I-C dot com. Retrace dot com. Uh, this has been segment number 76. Signing off.